0: what's going on I am your host father Phil, and alongside with me today as always
1: Kyle M Gager
0: and this is your girlfriend's favorite movie podcast uh, sponsored by the ever so amazing charming and wonderful website flickfans.net flickfans.net here we are thank you for all, all listening uh, to our last podcast so unfortunately about two weeks ago last yeah
1: week. yeah we we, uh, we took a little break we were a little busy but we're back on it.
0: No, we're, we're never busy though.
1: We're, ne- we're, ne- we're never too busy for uh, for you guys. Yeah, no, that's right. Sorry, <laughs> Father <laughs> <the> <laughs> Films taking taking calls still.
0: Boom, boom. I um, so excited to be back. We actually got a lot of listeners
1: on our last podcast. Yeah, thank you guys so much. With a lot of help from, uh, really appreciate the you know, the
0: support. Absolutely, with you know with a lot of help from Adnan Verk from ESPN and a few other people that that retweeted uh, our link, and we were shockingly surprised. Now, whether or not we're gonna retain those listeners, I guess, remains to be seen.
1: Yeah, well, uh, you know what, I, th- I think... If we go from
0: 4,000 plays to uh, three this week, then I guess uh, we'll see. It was like a little fluke, a one-time thing.
1: Yeah. I think that people will like us. I hope so. You know what I mean? That's my goal in life is just to make sure people like me. Really? That's it. That's all I care about. Interesting.
0: Oh, all right. Well, I've never really been one to give a fuck, but I guess that's what makes a good contrast. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm,
1: the, I'm, I'm the opposite of you. I, all I care about <laughs> is what people think.
0: So, uh, well, for Kyle's fucking sake, uh, well <laughs> I hope that everybody likes this, uh Please. this week. Please and like me. <laughs> we had a lot of important and uh, uh, interesting okay. stuff going on. Uh, we have Tribeca Film Festival that's yeah, actually Tribeca. starting uh, super
1: tomorrow. Pumped. Super, super excited about <laughs> that.
0: Which is dope because we are uh, NYC-based. Yeah. So uh, unlike Sundance, which is the first real big film festival we covered, it was a bit of a learning experience, if you will, getting out there to Utah and, and doing all all those shenanigans that, you know, h- took place. And it was a great time, but it, it feels good to kind of have this being our own backyard.
1: Yeah, like a little, little home turf, you yeah, know what I mean? playing Playing home, hometown. You're coming to the
0: Big Apps, baby. Yeah, yeah. You know, You're coming to the Big Apps. The Big Apple, taking a the bite out Grande of The Grande Manzana, if you would.
1: We're going to be that, you know, they're going to come and they're going to take a bite out of the Big Apple, and we're going to be that worm to pop out, ask them about the movies that they're in and what they're doing, you know what I mean? That's...
0: A that's a, a that's a that's terrible a terrible metaphor. That's a great analogy. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anywho, what was I gonna say? Um,
1: so I sorry. threw you off. Sorry. No, no, my, it's my all right. No, literally, metaphor. we're
0: we're fucking. We're not even five minutes in, and like I already lost my train of thought.
1: Um, well, uh, t- well, try Becca.
0: Starting tomorrow, we're going to be hopefully covering a lot of a lot of world premieres, a lot of New York premieres for films that had that world premiere at Sundance, obviously. Some of them we saw, some of them we didn't. But you know, surprisingly, when I looked at the list of films, and not to shit on Tribeca, because I, I think Tribeca Film Festival is, is a great festival, obviously started by Bobby De Niro, uh, I think uh, in 2002. They're not really known, at least as of late, to have a lot of great films. I guess films that really kind of get a lot of traction, you know they had a few documentaries that have been nominated for best doc and this now and I, I can't think of a film that's ever been nominated for best picture that that premiered at tribeca you know they've been doing yeah. a lot of virtual reality stuff and and gaming stuff and tv stuff lately which is great yes. i love the depth that it offers but going over the film list for this year there's actually a lot of really cool films i'm excited about that aren't having the world premiere and if not Premiered at Sundance and they kind of brought it over. You well, know, for well the I, I, I know
1: one that I'm really excited to try to see while it's at Tribeca that I know that you got the opportunity to see at Sundance was uh, The Miss Education of Cameron, Cameron Post. Cameron I know we've talked about it before and you had great things to say about it and you really thought it was interesting. I, it was, and it was actually the grand, uh, the jur- I'm sorry, the jury prize winner at Sundance.
0: Yes, it was, it was a fantastic film.
1: Uh, and uh, Chloe Grace. Grace Moretz. Uh, yeah, Moretz.
0: Amanda Nova. That girl's got a future in the biz, Absolutely. She's fantastic. Uh, Amanda Nova, I thought it was um, the best film at Sundance. Uh, She was one of the people that we had there. She was one of the jury, I guess, that that gave it the prize. With Flick fans that was there. Uh, I thought it was probably, I think it was in my top three. Uh, Collaboratively, as a a site, we had it as number one. Uh, But it it really was a great film. um, I'm excited to see it again. For sure, I'm definitely gonna see it again. It's gonna it's gonna do really well, I think, too. Once the festival circuit's kind of over, it has a great premise to the story. It was previously a book, uh, just really a job well done. The performances throughout are fantastic. Uh, good good call on that, Kyle. That's definitely a movie that I, that I want to see. There's a uh, there's once an- more. there's
1: another one that I'm also really interested in seeing that uh, I just recently watched the trailer for called Tully. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. It's the, the one with four, Jason, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, with J- yeah, Jason uh, yeah. Rittman, Jason Rittman uh, and That's also right. it was uh, uh, screenwriter Diablo Cody, who wrote Juno, nice. uh, which she won the Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay for. That is true. The Orange um, Tic Tacs, baby. The yeah, Orange Tic Tacs. Yeah, this one's starring uh, Charisse Theron, uh, Jason Dupont, uh, who else? Um, uh, what's his name from Office Space? Um, Livingston, something Livingston. Aww. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, uh Ron, Ron Livingston.
0: Ron, Ron Livingston. Gotcha.
1: Uh and uh Mackenzie Davis. Nice. Uh that,
0: that's a world premiere Trebecca?
1: I believe so, yeah. yeah. I I know I
0: don't belie- I don't think it was at Sundance. So again, we're wrong about how the should we talk about. But Charisse
1: Theron uh is she's I great. don't want to say looking absolutely she's she's not looking her best. She plays a new mom. Who's just so, trying to get by. So what by. you're saying
0: is she looks like Eileen Warhol in her performance in Monster, which got her the kind of work Somewhere between actress.
1: some, not, <laughs> some not somewhere not that between bad. somewhere between that and every other role that she's ever done where she looks absolutely beautiful. I think uh right. somewhere between those two, I'm gonna say. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, that's that's an interesting movie. I'm definitely gonna per- uh, a perfect a perfect medium. She's sitting right in the middle of the seesaw. A perfect story. Between the between every character George she's Tony, ever done George Clooney, 2001. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, that is a young yeah, Mark. Yeah, that, that was before anybody really gave a shit.
0: <laughs> no, stop. I, I'll always go say Boogie Nights is one of my favorite films of all no, the time. No, that's true. That's true. But uh, well at least from too. a contemporary standpoint. No, no, no
1: that's a great. That's a great movie. Uh,
0: tr- Tribeca still kicks off tomorrow. Uh, we're not going to spend too much time on it this time around because I think we're going to have a little 30, 40-minute tidbit on Tribeca at the Tribeca Hub. Yeah, we're
1: going to have a lot to say about it. When it's, you know, Sometime coming
0: up this weekend. Uh, this is Tuesday, April 17th. Uh, who knows when you'll see this on our FlickFans podcast feed. We're so terrible at editing. Ho- it could be on the 19th, hopefully by the end of today, day. Whatever. Uh, th- we'll, we'll focus more on Tribeca then. But now, let's talk about some other things going on. I'm
1: real excited about uh, the next couple of months. Me. We got some serious uh, sequels <laughs> coming out. We got some uh, uh, alternate storylines to things. Uh, three in particular that I'm really, really excited for is uh, next month. We have uh, Deadpool two coming Deadpool out. Deadpool two. We have uh, Solo, a Star Wars story, which okay, you nice. know I'm pumped about, and Incredibles two coming out uh, June 15th. which
0: we've waited for. I don't know, 14 years, 13 years, is it 14 years? I think years? it's 14
1: years. Nice, nice. Um, um, so, so the
0: trailers for all these films recently came out. Yeah, they recently right?
1: they recently came out. Uh, well, I mean, there's been teasers for uh, Deadpool and. Or solo.
0: Now, I, I, I remember hearing. I think we touched base on this, perhaps on our first podcast or on a podcast we never posted. But I remember that Deadpool two they did they did screeners with a test audience, and it went terribly wrong. Well, and yeah, I, he- I heard whispers that they removed the villain entirely and that they changed a lot of things around. I don't know exactly how true that is. Obviously, when things go on in post production, you never really get the full basis of what's going on. But uh, the first Deadpool was great. And from someone, yeah, it was I, groundbreaking. It was R-rated
1: it was Marvel movie, exactly,
0: with, with a lot of great, like you know, satire too, and you know, with underlining humorous tones. And I thought it was fantastic.
1: I think they're they're really they really have to swing for the fences on this one, just because the first one was such a sleeper hit. Very similar to how I think Guardians of the Galaxy went, and then Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two was because it was this sleeper hit, and there wasn't much expectation. Maybe that's why it did so well. True, true comparatively to the sequel which you everybody's expecting yeah, a lot so you really got to swing for the fences on you. you can't just hope for the best
0: definitely understated and was and over delivered as opposed to you know overstating and underperforming right which uh which you know it's hard when you have a, a first film that's such a huge success and that comes with any type of franchise or what have you that has a sequel and becomes a trilogy and this that but uh i'm excited for Deadpool too. I, I'm, I'm i hate to, I th- h- hate to be a pessimist, so, you know, a glass half empty type of guy, but it's not gonna just be just good as good as the are. first one. Yeah, a little bit, but it's not gonna be as good as the first one. I just know it's not. I mean just with the po- post-production kind of problems that I've heard about, it, it just seems as if I guess
1: I'm just such an unless optimist. they're that
0: insecure about it and they're totally off base, and it actually really is another great superhero film. Who knows?
1: We'll see. Well I think I think I I just really, but really I'm, hope.
0: All, all I'm saying is I'm not going into it thinking that I'm gonna see, you know, the next Marvelous masterpiece.
1: No, I mean I, I can't imagine that it's going to be as good as Deadpool, the original, you know, the first one. Uh, but again, I think that's because I went into Deadpool with zero expectation. I oh, mean, I loved course. the character and I knew it was probably going to be funny, but I didn't go like, "Oh, this is going to be my favorite movie of the year," which it kind of was. I thought it just was one. Of, it was one of the most satisfying experiences walking out of a theater, like being like, yeah. "I don't." want anything else out of that movie it was funny it was action it was you know it had everything i wanted
0: I, de- I definitely agree uh leaving the theater after seeing deadpool for the first time like you said before i was so not expecting the experience that i encountered
1: now for all my all my i know that you know in our last we talked about it i am the nerdier side of our podcast uh, uh i'm 110 super, I'm, I'm super super excited to see josh brolin as cable
0: Oh no! Yeah, me too. One I of love the, Josh One Brolin. of the
1: bigger uh, Cable was always one of the bigger villains to Deadpool, um, so I'm really excited that they didn't really go for it with the first one. They allowed the character to kind of develop, and now this is where he's already Deadpool, and we can kind of get into the more comic book storylines. Cable being one of them, and I don't know if you saw some of the pictures of Josh Brolin, like his uh, workout I, I, regime I
0: f- and stuff. I saw a f- I saw a few of them. He definitely looks he's, the part for, for sure. Yo,
1: he's an he's an older guy, and he got freaking ripped, man. He is... God, he went all. He went. He went all in.
0: Well, hey, listen, that's part of the process, right? It's yeah, like Christian I mean, Bell I mean, and he's and, and, he's and the machinist when he lost like nine hundred pounds. Yeah, Josh
1: Brolin's fifty years old, and he went from kind of always playing these roles where he was he was always kind of in shape, but not really, to being like just like, like
0: like semi like semi husky, like a little bit of a dad bod, but had like some traps yeah. to him, you know? He's like the dad that like works on a planet. of Also, not to get too off topic, but, nice but Josh beard. Brolin,
1: did you see uh, uh what is it, Sigaria? Did I see No Country for Old
0: Men yet? No, no, no. no, no I've seen the, it. The okay. the for funk. the
1: the Sicario 2
0: uh yes i have to that looks cool too, too.
1: That's a to get too off topic but that's another sequel oh no, yeah, yeah that, absolutely that's coming out this, that su- this that summer I'm that looks really, really fucking and cool and as
0: good as sicario was i think the sequel has the potential
1: to be even, to be better. even better i agree I think with you. the foundation is this well they're, they're using place. a lot more like benicio del toro yeah, which was one amazing. of the most interesting characters in the first one absolutely in the second one and he benicio del toro is just the man
0: uh, t- I totally agree, 100%. He's if I could have a drink a with, like, you know, if I, if I had to pick five people in the whole fucking world, I think Del Toro would be in the you You'd probably five. have to
1: have a Heineken because isn't is the rep for Heineken now? I wonder if he's uh, allowed to drink he? any other beer. Yeah, they, he's got that string of commercials where everybody thinks he's, uh, he's, uh. He might as well be the new the fucking Dos X- X- where guy. He's fucking. Oh, he's, he could he's, be. He's, 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 pretty he's damn the most interesting.
0: interesting man in the world. Yeah, he's, he's, he's up there for sure. So we have Deadpool two. That trailer, I guess.
1: Uh, yeah, that'll be got the full 18th. Monty
0: for that, and I know fucking the solo Star Wars fucking. All right, don't you dare
1: try to just brush over Solo. No, I'm not a brushing it over. Story. You know what's so
0: crazy? I see the trailer. The first thing I said to Kyle was, "Is this Emil Hirsch? Yeah, you th- literally <laughs> looks like. Is this girl next door? <laughs> you, dude, you fucking totally, with Chewbacca?
1: You thought that? Uh, with uh his uh is this uh, Elden speed? Elden e- e- is this
0: Speed Racer with Chewbacca? That's what oh. I was saying.
1: Is he Actually, chewing box I'd see Is Speed Racer chewing I'd Box? I see Speed Raker with Chewbacca. Uh, I was like,
0: does he not look like a Milhurst though?
1: No, he well, he absolutely you know what I didn't notice it until you said it and I, I was like, damn I it,
0: damn you. I'm like holy fuck, Alpha Dog. There's some. There's a cast member from Alpha oh, Dog that's now in the Great Galaxy. What um, was
1: uh, or uh, uh, The Lords of Dogtown.
0: The Lords of Dogtown.
1: When, when he gets that that uh oh, that I love that barbed wire tattoo on his head. I think
0: when I was in eighth grade, I I watched Lords of Dogtown more than any other film. When I was <laughs> skating on my fucking mystery deck skateboard. Oh, yeah, I, you, were, do- you by were doing you were
1: doing your little tech decks with your your finger decks. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, here and oh, there. Oh, I'm you sure know. you were you were in class doing. Dude, I was in, I was in Hot Topics zoomies all day trying to you're, fucking you're ollie you're over six you're decks. T- hot Topics and your uh, your puka shells as well. No, no, puka shell. That's oh, your. that was I'm me. You I'm sorry. You live in Florida, buddy. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, but no, I'm I'm super super excited for the independent you know solo movie solo movie. Um, <laughs> for a few reasons. One, I just think it looks. Oh, that's that that's. Yeah. That's what whenever a girl sees me at a bar and I say hello, that's what the sound that happens in her head. That's it. I'm like, oh, that's, I'm per, like that's pretty depressing. I'm like, hey, can I get you a drink? And then she hears that in her head and I'm like, and You yeah, wanna I'm call lost. you wanna call me pessimistic? She, yeah, right. Jesus Christ. Really things. Cheese and but no, rice. I'm no, I'm, uh, I'm super I mean, everybody that has listened to any of the podcasts or seen my writings or anything, uh, knows I'm a huge uh, Star Wars fan. So, six people. Specifically, Han Solo. Uh, I've always loved that character. My dog's name is Han Solo. Um, I will be perfectly that's honest no, the so trailer looks amazing. I am not super stoked about uh, bootleg Emil Hirsch, uh, Eldon uh, uh, e- Eckinridge. Oh, first of all. I'm not super excited let's about not, him. Let's
0: not take a fat, fiery dump on bootlegged Emil Hirsch. Maybe he's better than Emile Hirsch. Okay? <laughs> That's
1: possible. I mean, what happened to Emil Hirsch? I, I don't know. But uh, the listen, the,
0: the Girl Next Door has more rewatchability oh than well maybe yeah.
1: any movie that came out in
0: two thousand 2000s but either, either other than Legally Blonde. Either
1: way, if you've seen the trailer, it looks amazing. The storyline looks amazing. It's the second installment after Disney got a hold of Star Wars, You know, kind of telling these independent stories that have nothing to do with the – uh, original stories, the original trilogy or the prequels or the, the new ones uh, that have come out in the last few years. They're just independent stories. This is a prequel to anything. This is the first so story in any of the Star Wars series so told the on eir- the silver screen.
0: This is the earliest events of, of That we've seen that's on that's the com- silver
1: screen. Gotcha. There has been stuff done that in the books in and TV stuff, right? and stuff, oh. yeah, in the books and all that. But this I, is the first. This keep, is the first. I this
0: can't is keep up with this fucking cockamania. Whatever. Fucking
1: this is this is twenty-something solo, getting into smuggling, getting into that life. And what I am most excited about is Donald Glover as uh, Orlando oh, Calrissian. God. First off, I love this dude. He, the Childish Gambino, he is so freaking talented. It's I've I've actually
0: I've I've met Donald Glover. And have you? He, yeah, I have. I met him at.
1: Please uh, tell me he's a cool guy. I
0: met him at Afropunk. 2016, and he was the coolest guy. Oh, thank God. Donald Glover, if you're listening. Father, film here. You were the awesomest, that's not a word, but you were the awesomest, most, <laughs> no, it, greatest it, guy I've ever encountered. He
1: he. Uh, Perhaps garners a little bit of a get, he garners getting a word made up for him. Uh, absolutely. Perhaps
0: a bit of a hyperbole, but really, no, you were great, super kind, super humble. Uh, Atlanta hadn't come out yet at that point in time, but his music was so huge. Yeah, and, was uh, you
1: know, abs- he was also on a community around that time. Yeah, yeah,
0: he was. No, a really good guy and, and somebody I really root for.
1: Yeah, I know. Super he, talented. He's just so talented. I, I was talking about him the other day uh, saying that I. I think that he will get what is called the EGOT, you know, an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. He is, I, think, I can't I imagine think that a f- he won't I think get he is a. He's already got a Grammy. He's already got an Emmy. He's the
0: Jamie Foxx of our generation. Even funnier. He, uh, he Jamie, be better. Forget Jamie Foxx used to do stand up 2 back in the day. Oh, whatever. As well. And Jamie Foxx can sing, and he can act, yeah. and he can, you know what I mean? So he's oh, kind a, of that's like a, that's the pseudo-Jamie Fox. I can see that. My yeah. Thank you. Hey, hey I mean, uh, Jamie Foxx won an Academy Award for Best Actor for Ray. Yeah, so but then he did
1: Stealth right after. <laughs> oh, th- yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. Th- With Jessica Biel. And if
0: you haven't watched Stealth, uh, that just don't where, where, ever.
1: Where's the sound? It wah, 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 wah. That that deserves that. Where's stealth. our production assistant, Jerry,
0: Jerry? Jerry, can you get over here, please? Jerry, God damn it, Jerry! Can place the phone on the microphone oh, so we can hear. Uh, can we? Uh, this oh, is, this yeah. Is, here you go, Jerry. This is the wrong thing. Here actually. you go, Jerry. We're not doing uh, the match game, Jerry. Come on.
1: That's uh, Jerry Seinfeld. He actually. <sighs> oh, once again. We, we, oh. we, uh, he's, he, we, you know what? He's the worst intern, Jerry Seinfeld. He's just uh, the worst. All right.
0: So anyhow, <laughs> anyway, Kyle, can you give us the, so he's all pumped up. He's fucking shooting loads about the, the Han Solo The Solo, solo thing. yeah, man. Sorry, Wh- I love it.
1: What's the other one? All right. Uh, and last, here's one that you're going to be pumping loads out about. That <laughs> sounded weird. Uh, Incredibles 2.
0: Oh uh, yes, Incredibles two. Yeah, I I am a, probably most excited about uh, well, in comparison to the other two. Just we
1: just like about. me, maybe even more so than me, you're a big uh, Pixar, huge Pixar guy. guy.
0: Grew up with it, you know. Like I said, I'm a little younger than you. Um, there are probably there's probably five Pixar films that I'd put in my top seven, ten favorite animated films of all time. So Pixar is great. Uh, the what's your
1: What's your favorite? Just out of curiosity, well, favorite Pixar.
0: A favorite Pixar. Yeah, I mean, I have to go with one of the Toy Stories.
1: Do you go one or three? Because usually that's where people no. people no, argue no, over no, one no, or no, no, three. No.
0: See, you're so wrong. It's actually two. Bullshit! I swear to God, I think two, Toy Story really? Two is the best Toy Story out of all of them. Why? But they're so goddamn close. There. I mean, I'd probably. Go, they're all great. I'm I, not
1: debating that. I'd probably go two, one, I've just three. Never heard anybody say and, two. And
0: actually, for the longest time, when you, this guy wants to say people go between one and three, I don't know who, he, who he's talking to. For the longest time, Everybody. Toy Story Two had the highest. Critique rating in Rotten Tomatoes at 100% with I think over 300 yeah, didn't critics. did they all
1: have 100%? Uh,
0: I think Toy Story 1 might have had 100 but it didn't have as many critics review it. Therefore, oh. it wasn't on the same scale. And Toy oh, Story mean 3 like the, the I believe actually has 98% of Rotten Tomatoes uh, in comparison to the other two having 100. But yeah, Toy Story 1 or 2 is probably at the top of the list. Uh, I really... Also, honestly, I, I
1: love A Bug's Life, which I feel like it's kind you of kicked under the rug a you bit. You are just an anomaly. I, I really – do you not like A Bug's Life? No. I mean, it's good. But if I'm picking Pixar movies, it's probably the my least favorite. You're crazy. I mean, okay, so – Actually, after Finding Dory, I no, wasn't a big fan. Well, again, or so, before so finding I'm thinking A
0: Bug's Life came out in 1998. I was six years old. So there's a little bit of
1: – uh, Yeah, I guess there's – Because I, I was a little bit it, older, will. too. More like
0: up. I'm sorry.
1: Up. Inside out.
0: Those are two films that have come out
1: within the last seven, eight years. Inside yeah. Out was like oh,
0: three years ago, Up a little
1: bit before that. Up messed Th- me up. That man. are fantastic. I mean, The f- first 15 minutes Up, I remember I watched it with a bunch of buddies of mine, and we were all in high school, and they put it on, and we were all crying. And I'm like, what, like, what is this? Is this Pixar? Why are no, they doing this w- to me? Without,
0: without a doubt, Up is in my top three favorite Pixar so good. films. So um, that's you me. know, I'm, Ma-
1: I'm a grumpy old man, you know what's so funny. I really uh,
0: I'm actually wa- Wally I really like too. Oh man, And man, I'm actually w- how, do picks how, how you I feel really about crap. Bugs Life is how I feel about Monsters Inc. I'm actually not a huge fan of Monsters really? Inc. Uh, I love Billy Crystal, obviously. Who's the other guy? Is he John Goodman, John Goodman, yeah. Uh, I love John Goodman. Are you fucking kidding me? I and Ford uh, Steve
1: Buscemi was also, uh,
0: and I love Buscemi. I know you love Buscemi. Buscemi. Every time I go to Cats Delicatessen Lower East Side, I have to sit at the table. By Steve Buscemi's beautiful, handsome face. Um, <laughs> beautiful handsome but, but for face. I
1: know that's like an oxymoron. But for,
0: for whatever reason, though, uh, I don't. It just didn't do
1: it for me. And Monsters Inc. Two, I don't think I ever well, saw. Well, Monster Monsters University, as it was called. Uh, yeah, I would agree with you. That wasn't, you know, th- and that also what m- what makes me so nervous about Incredibles Two is that other than Toy Story. Uh, Pixar doesn't have a great track record of sequels well, doing that good, well, they're, they're that good. But there aren't
0: any. There's Monsters University and there's Finding Dory.
1: Cars 2, which also now that oh I oh talk God. about it, I want to put that one last. I don't even, yeah. <laughs> Again, I didn't even see Cars 2. I saw the first one. It cars. was super not good. But life is a highway. You just like that song. I'm and you like Larry the Cable Guy and uh, Owen Wilson, on. so you're good. Yeah, That's yeah. all you need in your life. But, uh, yeah,
0: no. I, Incredibles two. I actually just saw the full trailer today. Kyle showed it to me. Uh, it looks good, the, way better than the little it's teaser that they have. When I saw the yeah. teaser, I was like, ah, uh, this. It wasn't very fulfilling. But then again, what was it, like well forty five seconds it's long? The so
1: storyline so. to this one is very interesting because it's practically the opposite of the first one. And this one, you know, uh, uh, you know, Mrs. Incredible is going off to fight crime, where Mr. Incredible is, you know, kind of the. 90s sitcom, you know, dad trying to get by, like Mr. Mom, you know, doing his best with the kids at home, but they also have superpowers, so obviously it's going to change things and give it a little bit more of a flair. Yeah, uh, you superpowers. Know, thats hot. Ha- Hashtag, uh, you know, feminism. Ha- you know? Yeah,
0: future is female, baby. That's right. I totally I thought agree. I, I, I think Flash your tits for feminism. Flash your tits for feminism.
1: Saul Goodman, uh, Bob Odenkirk, Mr. Show. Okay. Uh, himself, you know, I I, uh, I love Bob Odenkirk. I think he's hilarious. If you haven't, his uh, Bob and Dave on Netflix just came out. Uh, I've never I've never seen it's an uh, it's a uh, re collaboration of David Cross and Bob Odenkirk who, who did Mr. Show. I do uh, think David Cross is pretty funny, and it it's really really good. The, their new show on Netflix as I well. I haven't,
0: s- haven't seen David Cross in anything since he's been like I you think he was p- development. I, I, you know, I barely watch TV. Since he was the principal and she's the man with Amanda Bynes and fucking uh, Channing Tatum, I believe it was Cornwall High. Is it Cornwall High? Yeah. I don't know.
1: But uh, she's the man, which was a remake of a movie, right? No, no,
0: I don't think it was. Well, I it mean was. Th-
1: it was like a semi-remake about
0: that script uh, has been probably done a million times. Well,
1: it was about this. Uh, there was one in, in like the '80s about a. Female writer who couldn't get any traction because she's a woman, so she like becomes a boy, and it's basically the exact same storyline, but with no Channing Tatum and no soccer.
0: True, true, and without Amanda, Be- Amanda, Amanda, Amanda Fri- Bynes is Amanda hot,
1: Binds. hot bod. Even in the even in the boy wig, even when she was playing a boy, you were still yeah. Even when she was
0: her. doing Dancing Lobsters at Moody's Point on the Amanda
1: Show. You ready? Wait, I got uh, quick question. Quick, quick question. More attracted... Who are you more attracted to? Amanda Bynes... This is really becoming a dress- man show. Your yeah, girlfriend's
0: yeah. favorite movie No, podcast, no, no. L- listen...
1: Your boyfriend's no, favorite you'll, movie you'll podcast. I think you'll find this... A- who are you more attracted to? Amanda Bynes dressed as a boy in She's the Man or Bugs Bunny dressed as a woman in Looney Tunes. That's an easy one, Bugs Bunny. Yeah, of course, right? All right, I just want to make sure. I no, just yeah. want to make sure I didn't have to leave.
0: No, no, of course, come on. We, a, we still got a, at least another 25 minutes of, uh, of great potting to B- go.
1: Bugs Bunny is a woman, always the uh, the one making youngsters go. You me? I don't know
0: about my sexuality.
1: With the little fucking white tail at the end,
0: the little fucking, that little cutter on Ooh, him. Oh, man, or just, her? Gro- or
1: just growing up attracted to boy bunnies dressed as girl <laughs> that's bunnies. That's cool, that's
0: cool, nothing wrong with that, baby. I live in NYC, come well, on What now. was
1: the girl bunny in uh, Space Jam? She was also cute. Uh, La La Bunny? I don't know. Yeah, whatever. But uh, let's move on from our beastial, our cartoon beastiality.
0: So those tr- <coughs> 3 trailers just yeah. kind of came <laughs> out. This guy's
1: really excited for all of them. I'm um, really excited for all of them. Uh,
0: Incredibles 2 should be good. Uh, June 15th for Incredibles 2. Also, uh, we'll talk
1: about it more next podcast, but uh, Avengers Infinity Wars is coming obviously out that's next week. But not we'll not talk about the that in, our in next uh Deadpool
0: next 2 is May 18th and uh, Solo, a Star Wars story. Uh, May twenty
1: fifth. Hell yeah, they're so both right around my birthday, so you could take them to see. You could take me to see both of them. When's your birthday? May 13th.
0: Okay, I'll make sure. Uh, so uh, if you guys want to
1: comment some happy birthdays or watch watch the or watch it, listen to the podcast, I would appreciate it for my birthday.
0: Yeah, I'm sure people will just be fucking jumping out of windows to do that for you. But let's get to our next topic. Maybe a little what's in the news. What's in
1: the news? Ooh.
0: Wow, really amazing. The, uh, the tidbits and sound effects we Jerry, have Jerry, you're
1: doing a great job. Are grandiose, Jerry, I, say. I really appreciate the hard work. Kyle,
0: what's, what's kind of been happening the last couple of
1: days? Uh, first off, you I'm really excited about this. Uh, Bill and Ted 3 is possibly in the works after Keanu Reeves, uh, Alex Winter, and writers talk about a possible third installment in the series after Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Uh, they're talking about a third one. Now, Keanu Reeves, I know, has been talking about this for many years, about how he would definitely do it. He'd totally be in. He just wants to get a script together. But recently, yeah, there's been a lot sorry. more talk about it, as if there already is some sort of a script, and they're just trying to get into pre-production on it. Okay, that's interesting. You know,
0: whatever happened to Alex Winter? What the fuck happened to that
1: That guy? is a, actually a great question. I mean, we
0: always talk about, like, you know, I haven't seen David Kroll since he was the principal She's man. I, Jer- Jerry I can't even give you a film that
1: Alex Winter has been in. Jerry, do me a favor. Pull, up, pull up some Alex since Winter Since Bill and I Ted. Th-
0: I think he was in Freaked, which came oh out Oh, my God. I love that movie. Yeah, he was in Freaked. But aside from
1: Freaked, I Freak can't Freaked was a huge movie in my my family just for some reason. We loved that movie. With the Rastafari. Uh, oh, yeah, we're going to get them with the Rastafari.
0: Yeah, Kyle's family also loved all Pauly Shore films. Uh, Biodome,
1: Son-in-Law, and... Don't you talk ill about Shore. His <laughs> mom just died recently.
0: Polly Shore, oh, really? Yeah. The, uh, R.I.P. Uh, Mr. Shore. Uh,
1: she owned the comedy store in L.A. Did she? Yeah, it's where Polly Shore grew up. He oh. grew up in the in the oh, no comedy one, store. No wonder why he kept getting gigs. Yeah. Well, no, he was hugely popular in the 90s. He was a novelty, I think, um, at best. But well, Alex Winter's been uh, been doing a handful e- of stuff. Don't even
0: bother looking it up, because you're not going to find anything. Well, no. Uh, so, uh, Alex Winter. There's
1: a, m- a few things. Nothing, nothing major, but... A huge thing. Nothing that I even really recognize as far exactly. as a decent role since freaked. 1993 freaked.
0: Oh, uh, So is it kind of – is it in the works? or uh, the Well, they has, didn't, they didn't really say – Keanu Reeves, on?
1: again, has been talking about it for a while, but it's starting to feel like it's getting more serious. Like they actually have a script. They're – Okay, nice. But, you know, they're, they're really, that, that they're really talking about it, that, that it actually could That is something that even if it happen. was
0: god-awful, even if I thought it would be awful, oh, I'm going to see even it. if I think after watching it, it was atrocious, I would just have to see. I would have to see, and I would probably uh, enjoy it in some capacity either way.
1: Yeah, so it, it might be called, right now again, it's more rumored than anything else, but uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music. Nice, nice, um, I like that. Well, I'm excited for that. I'm, I'm super excited. That's I a loved Bill what's and Ted, Ted up, George Carlin was in the first one, R.I.P., one of my favorite comedians of all time. We're just
0: going to say R.I.P. whenever we name somebody who's dead, by the
1: That's way. That's fine, yeah. Like and we, and we just have, so everybody knows, that means rest in peace.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> so w- w- what's next? So Bill and Ted 3, possibly uh, in the works.
1: All right, now, speaking of R.I.P., uh, oh, Arlie okay. Emery. Yeah, oh yeah, he just recently uh, passed just away. Just passed away at 74. Uh, passed away on Sunday. Best known for his role in Stanley Kubrick's Full Metal Jacket. Uh, Arlie Emery is great. He's fucking yeah. Saving Silverman too. Oh, Saving. He, he was amazing. He was so freaking funny in that movie. The crazy thing with him is that he's he's been in like I, I
0: think I read somewhere like 75 feature films. Dude, that was so,
1: He's so good. So he's
0: obviously known uh, the most for for Kubrick's metal jacket, which I think he was nominated for a Golden Globe uh, for that portrayal, M- maybe possibly an Oscar, not entirely sure, but a Golden Globe I'm sure about. And then like any time, any movie he did after that, it was almost like a
1: parody of that character. Well, because he, he was like a military type of drill sergeant type Well, because he was former military. No, though. I know that. And like, a drill sergeant. Yeah,
0: absolutely. But like that character kind of uplifted him to get... Cast it as a parody version of that exact same guy. Well,
1: yeah, I mean, he kind of played it in what we were just talking about, Toy Story. He played the uh, the little toy soldier sergeant. Yeah, no, yeah, in I mean the Toy Story movies. And he was
0: in. He was also in. Uh, what was that? I think
1: you brought it up to me earlier. Toy soldiers. Oh, toy soldiers. As well. Yeah, with with Sean Astin. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he he definitely kind of got pigeonholed into that, but I. It never felt like hey, he minded. it worked out for him Oh no and, and again, movies. it's who he was. you know it would be weird if you saw him playing <laughs> anything else. but also I, that's what I loved about him in saving Silverman was he was gay.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, he was. Gr-
1: he played one his character, and at the end, he's just like, "Oh yeah, you gay?"
0: I, I, Me too. I probably after Full Metal Jacket, I probably think of him in Saving Silverman uh, over any other movie. And oh, obviously, yeah. he's in Seven. Well, he's in Dead Man Walking. He's in Willard. He's also in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I believe the original. with Jessica Beale. Well, really? the, not the Terrible. original, but
1: well oh yeah, I'm sorry. When they started remaking yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, first Master one in I'm 2003. Like now,
0: the first one that came out while I was born.
1: Yeah, it was 2003.
0: Yeah, he was also on. He was also on deadly ground.
1: with Steve also oh,
0: who is calling us? Uh, we we're, we're not taking. We're not taking phone. We're not calls taking yet. phone calls from guests uh, up until I think week four.
1: But somebody somebody calling us from the future. When we're gonna <laughs> when we are going to take phone calls? Um, but yeah, no,
0: R.I.P. I guess like I said. R.I.P. Was, yeah, dude, he 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 had, he had still
1: one a, a, a line that will go down in history. I guarantee, if you looked up famous quotes from movies, uh, he has one of the famous one, which is, "What is your major malfunction?" Uh, that is Which people still say all the freaking most time. Most recognizable. Yeah, it's one of those recognizable lines quotes. of all time in cinema history. Absolutely. He also has two. Uh, some others in that famous uh, uh, scene in the barracks when he's first meeting his platoon. Um, when he talks about, uh, "Man, you look like you could suck a golf ball through a garden hose," <laughs> and he calls a uh, pile. He says, "You look like 150 pounds of chewed up bubble gum." Yeah, abso- absolutely. Absolutely. He, he's soft.
0: He definitely um, – I, I don't want to say carried that movie, but I almost do want to see carried that movie. Well, he's either.
1: only in the first act. Like I know. And, and, and I'm that's what's so weird about how memorable he is is I he's only in the first act. Well,
0: my problem with that film, and I'm like one of the biggest Kubrick fans ever, is after the first act, there's definitely it a, a drop-off. Down. Yeah, it slows down. So
1: It's, it's still great, but it, it f- almost changes into another movie.
0: It does. The first act is one of my favorite movies ever. You could, If I could just take the first act – and I mean, it's not really a mo- you can you can't say it's a feature film eh, it in its own right because there's there's well, detail plot when, when, points When Kyle
1: kills himself at the end, like that would that could be an ending to a movie after All you right. watch this kind of case study <laughs> in what it's like to. I right, know, I think you're right. Actually, I think you have a good point. During Vietnam, finally,
0: he's got a good point here. Uh, yeah, no, it have you, been a short film. It's true, but the second act, uh, you know, I think kind of answers a few questions that you want to that that satisfies you as the viewer. But it definitely there's a big digress. Over the last forty-five minutes, but hey, Arlie Emery. What's his actual first name? Is it Ronald or Roger?
1: Ooh, that's actually a good question. Jerry, Jerry, get on that. Oh,
0: it's uh, it's Ronald.
1: It's Ronald.
0: Good old fucking. He good old like fucking Rondon. fucking you know,
1: Ron only older guys would be named Ronald.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like nobody's popping out a daughter to the stage and naming her Barbara.
1: Oh yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Or Estelle. No, imagine imagine like looking at a baby and he's like, hey, his name is Larry.
1: I guess Lawrence maybe no, is still around. Larry, Larry, I could say.
0: Or like Gertrude. Well, you wouldn't call a baby Larry. No, but I'm saying though, like imagine, hey, this is my son Larry. He's like 14 months.
1: Yeah, that's he's true. He's definitely not Ronald. Yeah, this
0: is my this is my son Larry. He's 42 months. Oh, you mean he's three 42. and a half
1: years old. Oh, fantastic. 42
0: years. Thank you. And you're still breastfeeding him. Great. <laughs> um, so it's my daughter, my daughter Estelle. <laughs> Do you, uh, yeah, Gretchen. Do Gretchen, you, hey, so Judith. G- Gretchen, do you have no, Judith, anything, anything sorry, else in the news? Judy.
1: Um, <laughs> you, you just call me Gretchen? But why not? You know yeah, what? whatever. It could be a nickname. I actually want to be called uh, Movie Monster. No, right, I forgot that. Womp, um, <laughs> womp, Uh, Sorry. So uh, let's see. There's a new leader in the box office after Dwayne the Rock Johnson's rampage. If you smell it. Oh. You get the people's elbow in here. Uh, the Rampage overtook A the Quiet Place, bottom, grossing $36 million over the weekend domestically, uh, opposed to A Quiet Place only doing $33 million. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, I've Have actually th- – I,
1: I haven't – How do you feel about The Rock right now and, and what well he's Well, he's definitely a fucking moneymaker, that's for sure. So oh, yeah. In,
0: in terms of just sheer value, specifically in a globalized – uh, well, he's huge form.
1: in a global market. Like,
0: I mean, look at Jumanji. I mean, I don't know what he did domestically three to four hundred million, and then like did like almost a billion around the globe. He's yeah. huge in China, yeah, and Japan, like in the eastern. Oh, atmosphere. they
1: they freak out over him, and and if you wa- uh, like, I follow him on Instagram, and most of his promotion is done over there, just because they freaking love him over there. He's a god over there, and. Also, you know, I want to get angry. He's like
0: the human form of Godzilla, but instead yeah. of people, you know, like fucking screaming, uh, scare, they're screaming elated.
1: Well, I want to get, uh, you know, I want to get angry at him because all these movies he's putting out are kind of, eh, they're they're very much popcorn. You're seeing like nonsense. the guy that like
0: loves Fast and Furious. So no way,
1: Jose. Oh, really? I don't. Know. I'm, I'm the kind of guy s- like a lot of corny superhero shit. So well, no, he uh, he. Well, Rampage was a movie of a old stand-up arcade game. Uh, where you would play a wolf or a a gorilla or a a crocodile, and you would basically climb up buildings and bust them up and eat people. So it's this weird kind of video game that never had a plot, that they turn into a movie, a yeah, they la, like Battleship. Let's
0: just add uh, Dwayne Johnson to it, and honestly, we're make a shit yeah, ton of money,
1: kind of. And they probably did. Let's do a little CGI,
0: a little, a little fucking. That's Rock.
1: pretty much what happened. Yeah. But also, I can't get mad at The Rock because he is an older dude, and it's like, no, I mean, why I, not, man? He's doing great. Uh, his movies box off in the box office are doing fantastic. Why not keep absolutely?
0: And if we're gonna be honest with ourselves, not every movie he turns out is is like an atrocity, is despicable. I mean, Jumanji was okay. Oh yeah, um, no, I mean it was all
1: right. He, a lot
0: of other family, f- you know, friendly films he's done—they're okay.
1: He did I, that. He just recently did the movie uh, *Skyscraper* or something.
0: Uh, I, I, that like, I nobody heard
1: it. of, nobody saw, or something. I don't know. I remember
0: back in the day when I was, uh, you know, back in my adolescent years, I used to love like *Walking Tall* and *Fucking*. *Walking it, Tall* was actually I, good. I liked *Walking Tall*. That's kind of the films that. Or that the rundown with, the, uh, yeah, the rundown with
1: uh, Stiffler. Yes.
0: Fucking uh, the Stiffler. Yeah,
1: that was actually a good movie. He was really funny in that.
0: Oh. Th- those were the films in like the early mid mid two thousands. I kind of laid the foundation for his career. Now and that was
1: also before he was just like the, a flat out action star. Like something's blowing the game up behind plan him.
0: With the, with the little girl, the football player. Uh, oh, I didn't see that. That movie. was actually a cute. Uh, I think it was done by Disney. That was a good film too. And then he started doing the fast. Didn't and he do uh, the, the Tooth Fairy? <laughs> I, think, I think the Tooth Fairy. Also, yeah. <laughs> Back I mean, when he had
1: hair before he uh, shaved his head. So,
0: um, yeah, no, that's that's fucking great for the Rock. I mean, I heard no, the r- I heard it. Rampage isn't that good of a film from a lot of people. I haven't seen it yet. Neither has Kyle. It's uh, it's popcorn fodder. Yeah, you know? it's I, co-
1: it's it's a big budget. I, I probably I probably won't see it. But it
0: overtaking is. a quiet place. Now that's fucking interesting. Uh, I, I think it barely beat it out.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, was it
0: what was what were the numbers domestic? Uh, thirty
1: six for, for Rampage, thirty three wow. for a Quiet Place, right, by three mil. Yeah,
0: this is the second weekend Quiet and, Place has been
1: out, and uh, I'll be honest, man. I saw, I saw a Quiet Place just recently. Good on John Krasinski because that was a really good movie. It really, re- I highly recommend so it. So it's
0: actually crazy. So I, I feel as if I shouldn't even be talking on this issue because I actually have not seen a Quiet Place oh, yet.
1: See it, man. I'm so
0: busy lately with so a lot of good. things going on, but Kyle has, and we actually posted a review about quiet place uh from amanda and and at uh, film yeah. animal and i read a, i read a review i read a lot of bunch of stuff on the film i'm sure it's gonna be great i'm it, not it, huge into the horror it. genre but
1: i also highly recommend that people do see it in theaters because there's a different feel when you're seeing it with that many like strangers because it is so quiet and it is so kind of subtle okay there was a guy next to me I, i'm probably gonna see it uh Maybe it's a night, actually. There was a guy next yeah. to me eating, eating chips, and you could... You see wanted it to was fucking so smack him in the mouth. Well, no, you could see him, like, scared to, like... like Every crunch? Because oh. you gl- <sighs> could hear everything, because it's know what's so crazy? quiet. It's
0: always when you actually start crunching slower is when everybody could hear it more so, as opposed to, like, yeah. just going about it. <laughs> just go about yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> fucking... That's, um, that's but it but really was.
1: It was such... It's a very much based around kind of a family and protecting your children and everything you will do to take care of your kids um, yeah, it's obviously written and directed sure. by John Krasinski starring his wife Emily Blunt.
0: Oh I love Emily Blunt. Me
1: too, I think she's yeah, incredible. Ever since
0: Devil Wears Prada when she was Miranda Priestley's oh, yeah. first assistant for Anne Hathaway Anne Hathaway <laughs> took <laughs> That's over. She's your favorite. Uh, I, yeah, well, one day we'll and do. And if you ever listening? We'll do a pod about my infatuation mm-hmm. for Miss Hathaway. But uh, Emily Blunt's great. She's been she's been great in a lot of movies that have come out recently. She's uh, she's been a fixture in Hollywood for now you know, upwards of fifteen years. I heard she was fantastic in this film. Uh, I'm probably, like I said, I'm probably gonna see it tonight, if not
1: tomorrow. I very much see uh, John Krasinski after this movie. I very much can see him going the way of kind of. Uh, uh, Clint Eastwood or Ben Affleck, where they were they put out really really good movies about, that they're like, also in? How about in?
0: this, like like a Ron Howard in the beginning, a TV guy, starts directing films. Maybe, well, the, yeah, maybe no, but he was either.
1: never in his movies.
0: No, he wasn't. Well, was not his brother was. Uh, but, the, maybe, the weird looking but maybe the weird-looking But maybe Krasinski has really like a touch with directing more so than anything else. We'll see. I mean, he
1: he really did a Who, good job.
0: I like I said, I haven't seen it, but I'm assu- I think directing that type of film and the way. It, it was, and how great everybody is saying it is, is more impressive than being that guy father lead.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So you know what I mean? Like, let's play to your fucking talents. Well, no, here. everybody's everybody's talking about yeah, 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 the movie, exactly. not necessarily about the perform. The performances are amazing, and but they're honestly what make the movie because there is so but, little but dialogue but that you the, the really have to be a great is, is, actor is a to show it. Thing. Absolutely. I
0: just I'm gonna read a little tidbit from uh. Our our review on FlickFans.net. That That was a great great review. That Amanda Nova. posted. That was a great review. Real quick, uh, the descriptiveness puzzle pieces screenwriters Brian Woods and Scott Beck have planted throughout the story help support the backbone of a smart group of people doing realistic things, which is something a lot of horror films struggle with. This production follows in the footsteps of great pragmatic horror that Green Room succeeded at so well. There's not a single action that makes one think, oh, why would you go there? Without sufficient reasoning behind it, you are quite literally waiting for the other shoe to drop. Make a loud thump and bring about some type of Demogorgon on crack just to see if these people can survive.
1: That's funny that she brings up the the Demogorgon in it from uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. Because I totally made that connection as well. that That the monster in it looks a lot very similar to like a Demogorgon. I've, um,
0: I've saw some episodes of Stranger Things. I, I think I have a decent idea, just from online stuff, of, of uh, visually what it looks like. Uh, now I'm obviously going to go into the film kind of anticipating a bit of that. But I, uh, regardless, I'm super, super excited. I'm never really one either to be like, I can't hear anything about a movie before I see it. I, I almost As long
1: as you're not getting a twist uh, yeah, or something. Exactly. A- yeah.
0: As long as I'm, at, it's not like 1999 and you told me that Bruce Willis was dead before I saw Wait, it. Wait, what?
1: Whoa. Uh, <laughs> Spoiler? Uh,
0: yeah, a little bit, probably. Spoiler? Geez,
1: man, I haven't uh. seen it yet. <laughs> but
0: <laughs> No, yeah, I can't wait. Probably see it again tonight, but if you had to give it out of between one and five stars, what do you think you would?
1: I'd a- probably go with like a... I think
0: man gave four and a half. Which I was I just think about there,
1: to say four and a half. I think it's pretty high, especially for a horror film. No, I was going to you give a horror film of four, that's like... It was one of the best horror films I've, or thrillers. I wouldn't even call it a horror film. I'd call it more a thriller. Uh, than like a horror to me a horror film is like hostile or like those like a lot of jump scares and and gore and stuff this was more of a thriller it was more about I, like building suspense well, no, I disagree. than it was about I, I think that's scary be- I think
0: that's a better horror film more than anything else
1: I mean well, I, I'm just saying I, I, I make a differenti- I you're differentiate you're talking about those two.
0: Like, you're talking about like gory type of I'm like talking about
1: there's there's thriller suspense like, yeah, there's and then Evil there's Dead horror. too and
0: there's you know what I mean but yeah like there's, there's horror
1: and there's suspense thriller I agree. I think, I think like, this was more of a suspense thriller. I think they kind of get intertwined. I, I, I agree saying. that they get intertwined. Like, I'm just saying, like that.
0: Silence of the Lambs*, I would say is a horror film. Yeah, it's a psychological thriller, but right. it's scary for the right reasons.
1: Yeah, no, but it, so I guess in that regard, though. But either way, it's one of the better ones I've seen in a long time because it's very. You know Hitchcockian. It's very that kind of Hitchcockian. That's right. I like that. Uh, okay. Yeah, he got very Hitchcocky when he made this movie. A Vertigo
0: 60 year reunion is actually uh, on the precipice. I think next month or so. But
1: yeah, that's the, interesting. The, it's, it's, it, it's very Hitchcock, where it builds that suspense in the right way without kind of making you wonder. You know, you you almost like know what's gonna happen, but you don't know what's gonna happen. And it really makes you think. It's it's just a re- it's a really good, really really well done film. Awesome. Well, let's, if you say you really liked
0: it, obviously Amanda loved it. I loved her review uh, on Flick Fans. I'm definitely going to see it. Hopefully, maybe sometime tonight or early tomorrow before Tribeca really kicks off. Um, do we have anything else in the news, or is that about it?
1: I mean, that's that's kind of all I all I got in the in the newsy. In the newsy. Okay. In the, in in the uh,
0: anything else you want to touch base on before we maybe wrap this bad
1: boy up? Uh. Yeah, I mean no,
0: don't, don't give the fucking audience dead air here. Just say sorry. You know, uh, real, you know, I, I don't real really,
1: I, I don't really have much. You know, I, uh, my birthday's coming up, so if you guys <sighs> want to wish okay. me a happy, oh sorry, sorry, uh, that's always uh, you, meant. No, that's no, all right. So, we'll,
0: we'll do you we'll got re- some? We'll what do you got? No, I think I think I'm good. I think we kind of touched based on a few things that went on. Like I said, we're still new to this whole process. Yeah. Uh, we're learning as as much as the audience is going to learn along with us if they so desire to but then again maybe not because we're awful the next time hey. we we do a podcast we're going to be at tribeca yeah so we'll kind of we'll talk about i'm going to feel like fucking perez hilton jr we'll talk about some gossip who we see this that whatever maybe and and then we'll do another one uh a few days later uh, kind of like a little more similar to the format that we do here
1: also can I get, you know what i do have one thing uh if anybody you know who's listening if you got any comments or if there's anything you want to hear us talk about or want to hear us review or any of that Go to the Twitter page and comment about it because we really want your feedback. We want to make this better if you're enjoying it, what you like, what you don't like. Just let us know so that we can make this better for you because that's what we're here for. And as I said at the beginning, I just want Fuck people to them. like me. No, they're, they're I don't just like want to people to reason, like I'm me. I'm doing
0: this as a creative hobby, honestly. I don't have to fucking waste my time. I'm just I'm talking to myself. I'm the guy who likes to look in the mirror through a fucking wink. Call me fucking Mr. Bateman, baby. I don't care. Hey, guys, oh, if you like it, great. If you don't fuck you. If you want to give us
1: some insight, I may
0: read Yeah, it. I want to hear Apparently about it. Apparently
1: Kyle will though, so. I'll read the comments. Don't you worry.
0: Alright, fair enough. So that is it for today. I believe this is, if this goes up, week three of Your Girlfriend's Favorite Movie Podcast. I am Father Film. Kyle M. Gager. And we'll see you next time at the Tribeca Film
1: Festival. Yeah.